Welcome back to the DevOps Lab. I'm April Edwards, and I have a super awesome guest with me, Christopher Manu. And we're going to be talking about NoobsGen in this new series. So stay tuned. Welcome to the DevOps Lab. I'm April Edwards, a senior cloud developer advocate here at Microsoft. And today we're gonna to kick off a series and I have a super special guest with me, Christopher Manu. Christopher, welcome. Thank you, April. Really excited to have you here. So today we're gonna to talk about infrastructure's code with NoobsGen. So if you could kick it off, tell us about NoobsGen because I'm super, super excited about this technology and what it can do. And I'm really excited to share it with the community. Yeah, so NoobsGen started as an open source project and the idea behind it is uh, we all know when we are doing DevOps that infrastructure as code is is a way to go uh, compared to click uh, clicking the portal and doing things manually. Uh, but the fact is, uh, you need to learn a lot of things, uh, and there is also a lot of subtleties uh, to uh, do it right when you're trying to deploy things on Azure. So the idea of NewGen is to help you generate uh, Terraform templates and uh, in a, in a few. Uh, days bicep templates as well uh, with uh, perfectly crafted templates that you can build upon uh, to deploy your infrastructure and apps on Azure. And that's awesome because all the time people ask me, how do I get started with infrastructure as code? So I'm really, really excited about NoobsGen. You and I have talked about it um, as it's kind of like grown into this really organic system. So go ahead, kick us off into NoobsGen because I think so many people are going to be excited to see what it can do and help them get started with infrastructure as code, especially with Terraform and bicep. Yeah, sure. Um, what we can do is to head over to uh, the NewGen website, um, as you can see. And there is a short introduction, but the meat of the product is here with this uh, assistant. And basically, you will type your project name, uh, like uh, Scuba Sporter, which is a, a little app I'm creating right now. Uh, you pick a region, an Azure region, and then uh, you are asked to do very simple choices uh, instead of the uh, huge amount of choices uh, you can do in Azure for hosting your application and workloads. Here we have simplified to experience. So for now, we just have web apps and serverless apps. That's it. Uh, you will pick your framework of choices. And uh, depending on that, we will do a lot of the optimization and configuration changes on all the other services to optimize depending on your uh, dev stack. Uh, so um, I'm mostly a .NET dev. Um, and I would choose a few things, uh, maybe add a database on top of that and some options. And then I can uh, simply uh, download the zip file uh, containing all the Terraform uh, or Bicep code to deploy this infrastructure. Um, and I can even, uh, by adding GitOps, uh, doing it uh, with uh, absolutely no code directly into uh, my GitHub and having the CI CD pipeline already built for me. That's really, really cool. And so many people struggle with like that, that starting point, right? Like, how do we do CICD? Do we go to GitHub Actions? How do we create a pipeline? So having that ready out of the box with a few clicks is super, super cool. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me, like, we get started, we've downloaded a template, like what's next? Um, what, what else can we do with NoobGen? Is there anything else we need to know about? Any kind of maybe best practices we wanna kind of start out of the box with? Because I think a lot of the times when we get started, we're trying to get started on a project. Maybe there's some best practices or some tips and tricks you can kind of help us out with. 
Yeah, you're right. Um, Heimel uh, startups and uh, also customer will be in Azure for a few years. And what we saw is uh, people starting with Azure, they kind of like start with what they think is the best. And um, down the road, one or two years after, they realize some mistakes they've made. Um, and one of them is about defining the naming conventions. Mm -hmm. um, so if you look at my Azure portal and a bunch of my subscriptions, you can see uh, some resources with a name that is absolutely not descriptive. I don't know what this Y90042 bot is actually doing. Um, and when you're an admin or DevOps uh, working on a huge description with a lot of resources, uh, it's like going into the ocean and not really understanding uh, what you're looking at. So one no, of the absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things you can do uh, early on is to define the naming conventions. Uh, mm -hmm. And we even have some documentation uh, up on the Azure Architecture Center to help you defining a naming convention, helping you to quickly identify the resource type or the environment. Is it a prod uh, resource or a development resource or a test resource? But it's kind of complicated to do it first. Uh, you need to understand what you will be doing, what are the limits, etc. Uh, there is a lot of things to take into consideration to come up with your own naming conventions. So one of the things we've done uh, with NewGen is uh, we have defined uh, a basic naming convention that will help you get started uh, directly. Uh, so the fact is, when here you are uh, selecting a project name and when you are using GitHub to deploy uh, your infrastructure as code, uh, with NubeGen, we automatically detect the environment. Is it dev or prod environment? And we uh, craft the name of all the resources uh, so you will be able to uh, to understand them and to see easily uh, what you're doing. Um, and if we uh, take a look at the code that is generated by NubeGen or what you can do um, uh, when you uh, get started, uh, here is a very simple bicep uh, template to create a storage account. And this is the sample we have on the Azure Quick Starts. So as you can see, one of the parameters is simply the storage account name, which mm -hmm. means that when you are doing the AZ command, for example, to execute the script to deploy this bicep, uh, it's up to you to craft the name. And we have a lot of uh, uh, difficulties to automate that. Uh, one thing you can do instead of having this default name uh, I guess um, storage account name as a parameter is to only expose uh, to the outer world of this infrastructure as code template uh, the components of your uh, naming convention. So here I have another template uh, which is uh, a simple one um, generated by uh, uh, by NewGen, where instead of directly asking for the name of the resource, we ask for the application name, the environment, and the instance number. Uh, and within the template itself, we will automatically assemble all of this information into the name of the actual resource uh, while ensuring that you adhere to the Azure limitation. So, for example, storage account uh, name cannot be um, above uh, 24 ledgers. Uh, that's a limitation of the system. Uh, so, and that's kind of things we are doing within NewGen, uh, which means that very simply uh, you can get starting uh, doing infrastructure as code with NewGen, and you already have a naming convention in place, and you are free to obviously uh, change things because it's an open source project, and you can you, you have like all the infrastructure as code not in your project, uh, so you can tweak it uh, later on when you gain some maturity and some knowledge about Azure.
That I love that because I have written Terraform scripts in the past and especially on storage accounts where I'm either working with a customer or deploying something to Azure. We've, we've, we've got it in a template. Great. We put in Terraform or even bicep, we deploy it and we get a failure in deployment of our code because our naming conventions are wrong. I love that you guys have put that into NoobGen because you know, storage accounts are different than virtual machines and, and like a Linux VM and a Windows VM have different naming convention lengths and character, you know, limitations. So that is really, really cool. That's awesome to see. And naming conventions are so important with customers because they tend to grow kind of exponentially sometimes in Azure and they don't have control over what things are, who owns something. And then you don't know, like, is it this app or if a developer puts in like, this is app one and this one puts an app two. Well, what are they? Right. So that's really, really important. And I think that plays in so well with developer best practices. So that's really cool to see. Yeah. And uh, if you want to have a look at my screen, uh, you can see a, a more complex architecture uh, created by NewGen when we have a database, etc. And the actual name of the application is Secure Cuba Secret O2. Mm -hmm. um, and when you can see uh, within the resources, as for example, uh, we uh, we hit the limit, uh, but just with one character. Uh, if we had one more character, we would not be able to generate the, mm -hmm. um, the storage account name. And for example, the storage accounts have also another naming limitation, which is no hyphen uh, in the name. And this is also something that is taken care of by the Terraform template we generate. So even if I have an hyphen, within the name because, for example, on my website, uh, which is here, app-secure-secret02, uh, app it's more readable for my and address, my HTTP address. Uh, the uh, name of the storage account gets uh, generated accordingly to the limitation of Azure and the naming commission we've implemented. That's so, so cool. And I think that's going to help so many people get started and help them like avoid those pitfalls when we're doing stuff. And I think it's so great that the team has put together those developer best practices and those hiccups and pitfalls that catch us all out, right? When we're doing infrastructure code. I am so excited to see more with Noob's Gen and what it's going to do. Um, and I think we have more episodes coming up. So I'm going to tell everyone yeah. to stay tuned. We're going to have CRISPR back and we're going to go over some more topics and do a deeper dive into Noob's Gen. So thank you, Christopher. And I'm excited to see what else NoobGen can do. Thank you, and see you in our next visit.